Games Inc. a video design. Oh fuck. Nah, we design videos. This time I want to design The Godfather. That's a good video, huh? Fucking. Okay, well, dummy. All right, Griffin. It's a little too much. If you're gonna Try be hurtful, again. if you're gonna be hurtful, I just I'll walk away. You can do the whole episode yourself. Well, maybe I will then. Here's one. Uh, Mario two. They already made that. <laughs> Welcome to Cool Games Inc. a video game design podcast, part of the Vox Media Podcasting Network. I'm Nick Robinson. I'm Griffin McElroy. Holy, he's really going for it back there. I don't know if you can hear it, but um, here's the situation. You're going to hear some what sounds like drilling and sawing and cutting and pounding. Is that Mr. Mr. Driller back there? Mr. Driller's back in my house. There's a few Mr. Drillers and um, surface level what's going on. Get my windows replaced. Got old windows. Mm-hmm. I had windows... 68 more like and now i'm getting windows millennium edition i'm very excited that is exciting i opened this new window in my office today and a cool breeze came in my office for the first time in three years and i was like ah now we're talking here's the problem though nick if you go to the website where where all the houses are you can find out there's a treasure map that leads to the walls of my house uh-oh. So I think they're having some fun in there. I think I think like they're putting in the new windows. I'm very grateful. Fresh spring breeze, loving it, loving it. Um, but also, there's the Curly's gold is up in my house somewhere, and these rapscallions are just boring into the my whole zone. I, I took a, a practical prank, and they're sort of using your home as sort of a partially like a, a secret passageway, and there's tricks, and there's yeah, it's. It's not a prank. There's Curly's Golds in my house. Mm. And I took down a poster the other day to move it to a better part of the house. And there's a big dang hole in it oh, that they geez. had drilled in there looking for Curly's stuff. Curly's gold stuff. Gotcha. Is there any part of you that maybe wants to beat him to the punch and start digging around in there at night? I mean, here's the thing. I know where Curly's gold stuff is. I just like it where it is as part of the home. It increases the value of the home, and that's really important. I'm getting a good dollar per square. I'm getting a good dollar per square footage just because I know there's gold somewhere in the walls, but I'm not going to fucking tell them where, but it's in the guest bathroom. There's not even a fucking window in there. They'll never find it. It's going to be, yeah, that's, I I can really hear him pumping away. He's pumping. He's pumping. He's, he, he must have seen a glint or a glimmer or something. Yeah. Uh, little as you know, I also put some fool's gold strategically throughout, <laughs> throughout some, the home. Throughout the wall. As long so. as you, that's a good policy as long as you're 100% sure that you know where that real gold is. Because if you get, if you get tricked by your own fool's gold, then who's the fool? Yes. Griffin is. Um, now, I've also weakened some of the beams to create a sort of devious cave-in situation. Oh, no. This all yeah. seems like, um, <laughs> This all seems like a bad plan for your house. <laughs> yeah, bad plan for my house, but it's a lot of fun for these boys. They just come and they drill and cut and pound away all day, and they get their they get their energy out. And I'll give them a cold soda, and maybe they'll find the gold. Maybe they won't, but a few of them will be crushed by the bad beams. That's nice. That's nice of you to offer them like a soda, though, because it can get some hard work. Uh, speaking of pounding, you want to pound some of these video game ideas? Oh, yeah, let's pound it. I do apologize for that noise, but we couldn't go two weeks without doing an episode. Yeah. Um, this first one is from Greetings Fellow Human, who says, Bad Dad Redemption. You've been a bad dad, but it's not too late to make amends. Let's get ice cream. Don't replace me with Jerry. Okay. All right. So, you're... A dad. Maybe that's like maybe that's like one of the emotes in the game. You press like up on the D pad mm-hmm. and he's like, Don't replace me with Jerry. So Jerry enters the picture. Yeah. He's an excellent dad. He's doting on you. He really wants he really wants that approval. Um you get start to become kind of a jealous father and you start mm. to you want to get this son back 
back in you want to be back in his good graces time to redeem yeah time now, for the redemption this is going to be a game where you go and you pamper your child and i'd love i would love a good pamper uh, pampering game mm-hmm. but the thing is that there will also be a button you can press to whistle for a horse who will just right appear. could we you because i want to build this in the red dead engine Oh, for sure. Yeah, I don't want to make a game. And I want to leave every function of that engine intact. I want to believe in the ability to kind of lasso your boy. Uh, Maybe not lasso your boy, but you can lasso the fuck out of Jerry. Yeah, right. Yeah, lasso. Well, I think in Red Dead, you also like the typical thing for these open world games is the kids are invulnerable, right? So in this situation, you can lasso Jerry, drag him behind your horse. Uh, Mm. You could go into slow motion while you're giving your son ice cream and help him put some sprinkles on there. Oh, like a quick sprinkle. Yeah, quick sprinkle option. There's like a dueling mode where you quick sprinkle with Jerry. <coughs> okay. Sorry, big. Yeah, I just took a big rip. Uh, no, I got. I, I there's a piece of artichoke. I guess somewhere floating around the. Oh, the I works. know what you're talking. You got a little piece of artichoke in the bowl. In the bowl, right? In the bowl. <laughs> um. Is this going to be an issue, all the pounding and digging and gold searching? No, in the no, no, no. It's, it adds texture to the podcast. Sort of a crunchy texture this time. Yeah. Um, what about a game? Did, uh, this might be contingent on, on what you were doing two weeks ago. I know what I was doing two weeks ago. Um, but okay. Baby Gungle suggests Mario and Sonic at the Eurovision Song Contest. Mm. Now, I actually missed Eurovision this year, but I usually try to make an effort to view it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm surprised there has not been a licensed Eurovision game at this point. If you don't watch, it is a international song contest where uh, a bunch of European countries send their best and brightest Hunger Games style Mm -hmm. uh, to sing and perform these incredibly opulent sort of dance and original song routines with like Buckwild costumes and Buckwild set designs. Like this year, there was at one point a sort of a gorilla dancing while a silhouette of that exact gorilla appeared behind him in every color of the Mm. rainbow. A popular theme... A popular theme is hypercube, where just like usually like a German or Swedish uh, handsome man will just kind of float in the air and be surrounded by a hypercube while he sings about like fucking usually. There was a at one point uh, the Ukraine had uh, like this giant sort of polygonal skull behind them that they were projecting lights onto and it kind of had a very like Star Fox Androssy vibe. Yeah. Um, so in in this one, it's Mario and Sonic universe characters, and they're just kind of battling it out in Eurovision. Yeah, I, you and know. that excites me because I I think there's a lot to be mined um, about the personalities of these B and C tier Sonic and Mario characters who we don't get to see much of normally in these like sp- this sort of sports games, right? Like, there's a really great video on our yeah. channel of uh of Pat and and uh, Pat and Allegra watching every single Sonic sports cutscene in a row and kind of ranking them. Um, and it got me thinking about like, you, like so much of what we know about, about Waluigi comes from the sports games, like almost exclusively. Um, and I, I would love to see like what Waluigi's Eurovision routine would be, right? Like what Big the Cat's Eurovision routine would be. Um, Big the Cat's Eurovision routine would involve, I mean, it'd be sensual. It would be like, it would be, he moves slow, but deliberately, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, um covered in soft fur lots to lots to love and um just um just mounds of fun right 
Do you? That's the name. Of, the name of his song would be Mounds, Mounds of, of Fun, fun. and the fucking the fucking the fucking frog would be there doing doing the frogs thing. And there's probably a fishing mini game component in there somewhere. I, I don't think it can just be Sonic and Mario, right? Like I don't think it can be. I don't think it can break down into two things. Like Eurovision has so much flavor because it's coming from like thirty whatever countries. Um, so I think it's got to be like main main cast mushroom kingdom and that's like mario luigi yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Pe- peach and toad but then also and we've then, got we've got amy we've got metal sonic what if metal sonic and metal mario did like a yeah that's what together? i'm saying metal Bo- metal boys would be one of them i think we could do a uh kids uh the koopa kids could that's their own they're their own country mm-hmm. right shadow um, could do kind of like a goth like the sort of lincoln park adjacent stuff that i saw at eurovision this year shadow shadow and uh, uh gino from mario rpg could get together and like do some gino's do some in the mix. that's surprising gino's definitely definitely going to be in the mix um malo and tails from also from mario rpg just soft soft gentleman mm-hmm. doing a soft a softer song um, I think this has legs. I'm excited about the idea of doing a. It's sort of a busted groove style rhythm game, maybe. Yeah. Okay. I'm glad that we're works on for the me. same page. Can we can we guarantee, uh, like Donkey Kong Bongo controller support? No. That okay. Well, that's kind of a deal breaker for me. Like wow, that's that was quick. I, that's just. It, I feel like if I, Nintendo is making another rhythm game that's not Dance Dance Revolution Mario Mix Two. I mm. need to be able to use my DK bongos that I've got. I'm looking at them right now. I just turned around and I'm looking at my DK bongos right now. You know what sucks about these? I'm going to grab them. Okay. The shitty thing about these these DK bongos is, and it's easy to forget this, is that um, they the thing about them is they don't, like in game, they, they sort of have these bongo key sounds to use a little bit of uh, 2DX terminology. Uh, that play when you when you pop them like that boom 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 but in real life they don't really sound like bongo drums they sound like this just kind of a rubbery i mean that's kind of what it's kind of what bongos sound like well hey you know it's not as bad as i remember actually that's kind of a good did you ever play uh donkey kong jungle donkey kong donkey konga donkey konga yeah i played it the clapping mechanic. How did it that? It was very good. Yeah. It, I, the thing is, I kind of OD'd on it when I was in like like high school, and I started to hurt my hands from too much clapping. Oh, no. I would go, and then my hands at the end of like Rock Lob, a shitty cover of Rock Lobster because Nintendo wouldn't license boy, the original. It it boy, was, it was bad. Not a good cover, but at the end of it, I'd look at my palms and they'd be a little pink and they'd be stinging. And so I, uh, what a high level, a high level Donkey Konga move is actually if you just kind of tap the side of the bongos with your pointer finger it actually registers as a clap and that's kind oh of, interesting that's an important thing when you get up into the high level Did you ever think about picking up like an analog bongo or perhaps a jimb do you remember when rock band did that pro mode stuff where you could plug Fuck a real yeah, guitar dude. in if nintendo yeah. were to do that and let me plug real bongos into donkey be, Konga 3 we, actually you wouldn't be working at polygon right now no, you'd be I, like a, a member of like 311 or whatever we're working at bongo gone It'd be you and just Jack Johnson just, like, spliffing it up all across the aisles. I was about to say that if they ever make a Donkey Konga 3, then I remember there was a Donkey Konga 3. We just didn't get it in America. Cool. That's uh, all the Donkey Konga. Legally, actually, I'm... Sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm looking one, at the laws One right last now. thing, and I'm not going to oh, talk we're breaking about... The, we're breaking the law, but I'm, okay. This is... Don't... If you're listening to this, don't tell anyone that we exceeded our, our uh, Donkey Konga limit. Um, the translation for the name of Donkey Konga 3 was Donkey Konga 3, All You Can Eat, Springtime Freshly Picked 50 Tunes. <laughs> all right. 
Well, that tells you a lot. It tells you how many tunes there are, mm-hmm. um, what season you're allowed to play it in, and that it's the third one. And Donkey Kong is still a member of the. He's of the first. The party. He's the first member of the DK crew. Do you just want to do the whole DK rap? I think I think you're gonna to have to carry the weight of this podcast because the the man is now. I think. Oh, I'm looking, and there's actually a buzzsaw breaking into my office right now. He's cutting my whole house in half. He's cutting a new door next to your this old door. This is weird. No, it's just like a horizontal. Oh, I got a duck under the buzzsaw. Okay, no, he's cutting my whole house in half, like the top half from the bottom. Oh, half. just kind of bisecting it. Okay, a, and I'll tell you what's happening now. A big crane is lifting the top half of my house off the bottom. Half. Oh no! And now I'm just sitting at like a chest high wall. Like it ends at my desk. What, so. What's the weather like in Austin today? It's really nice, actually. Oh, it's, it's good. a good. It, it's a really good day to have your house cut in half. Mm-hmm. Kind of a convertible house. How about this one? And it's from Throwaway Scooby Doo, who says a city building game where you're secretly working for monsters trying to terrorize the town. Place the cemetery next to the preschool. Make dark alleys all over the place. A sewer system where the monsters can easily run away. I like this. This is like a this fucking cool. sunny, sunny dale like design sim. Um, I just love the, like, the concept of like you of of their because i've never seen a monster movie where the twist at the end is that the monster had an inside man in the mayor's office who was like helping min max this town to be extra accessible to monsters well i mean to continue the buffy the vampire run like buffy the vampire slayer run uh sunnydale was the name of the town in that and there was a season where the mayor was her arch nemesis because he wanted to turn into this big demon guy mm-hmm. and maybe that's maybe that's what we're talking about here like there's the hell mouth and it starts and like you just like here's your city here's the hell mouth start building and it's like okay well i'll put the school right on top of there maybe you put like the fucking i would put the cemetery right next to like the sewage or the the like nuclear waste storage facility Oh, that way it could wake up all the dead people they could come out all monsters film with film with you know nuclear energy or whatever mm-hmm. maybe put it next to like a big um uh, but the nuclear waste, the nuclear waste facility is going to be incredibly important. You it's put the cemetery next choice. to that, you, you get zomboids. You put the scorpion store next to that, big scorpions. Yeah. Oh, my God. I actually love this. It's almost like, um, you know, in Kirby 64, when you would suck up two powers, they would, like, combine. Like, yeah. if you sucked up the ice power and the electric power, you would turn into a refrigerator that would make food you could eat. Mm-hmm. I would love, I mean, like, the, the the potential, the combo potential, even just looking at the nuclear thing, like, whatever you put it next to severely augments if you put it next to the preschool you got super, super toddlers you got big toddlers Which really could, big toddlers. they could be more I mean, dangerous than the monsters in my in my opinion nick scariest horror movie ever made honey i blew up the kid mm-hmm. first of all name's very scary because right. you hear it you're like you did what to oh you made him big. and then you why find out you what say- it actually means and you're like well why it's didn't you blow up the bad. kid because it's a monster because now. it's a big monster this kid is huge he goes around he eats like 10 people and rick moranis has to just live with that like did you 10 ever watch bi- the honey i shrunk the kids tv show yeah and i'm pretty sure we've talked about it really maybe before i don't yeah. know maybe it was on another podcast but to get back to my point you can't do anything about this big toddler that's just going around eating all the damn people no yeah because with a monster you you're the military can come in with a big baby that's but bad PR. It's just a big baby. You can't hurt the big baby. Right. And the baby cries at the end, and he picks up the car that like his little his sister and her boyfriend are in, and then they make love in the car. Really? And then he eats the whole car. That seems like a bad movie. That's really... And then he eats Rick Moranis, and like choose, he like chews him up, because right. he's, he's a toddler. He's getting some teeth, and he's learning how they work. He's gum- gumming. It's it's straight up attack on Moranis. <laughs> attack on Moranis season two. <laughs> um, once I'm sorry, I keep thinking about this idea of a drill coming through your wall. 
and i'm yeah yeah i'm reminded of uh, something i haven't thought about in like 15 years which is is it fucking donkey conga yeah there's this game called donkey conga and uh you could kind of use the bongo drums to play a song no what happened was i remember being like like probably 11 or 12 and my friend my childhood friend ryan had an original xbox and he had an official xbox magazine subscription and he had the demo disc and it came with a demo okay. of uh of halo one of that map the silent cartographer yeah sure and we sure. were playing at co-op and like i we had not, we were, didn't really have a ton of experience with like m-rated games we definitely weren't supposed to be playing m-rated games and uh so we're sitting there in his living room playing uh playing halo one and there's blood and cussing and all that stuff i remember that master chief when master chief like shoots a shoots a guy and like his head explodes in a bunch of blood and then master chief's like that's right bastard yeah he loves to say bastard he's like I'm damn here right to, I, i'm here to damn. shoot halo needler grunt and say bastard and i'm all out of needler and, Needlers. Then, and then he just says after that bastard <laughs> Yeah, and then he sees like the halo about to explode. He, and says, he looks up and he, he, says, he goes, "Cortana, we're pissed. I'm pissed." Mm-hmm. Like I remember the there's a scene where um the the commander's like uh the commander dies, commander yeah. Key, Captain Keys, and Master Chief looks at the camera. He go, "Damn it." He goes, "Damn it." Yeah, I remember. <laughs> I remember that was the first time they said "damn" in, in a video, video game. game. It was, pivotal. and it was like really, really wild. And right before, like, and I remember Captain Keys' death because it was so sad because yeah, the, yeah, the bad flood the him. flood showed up and got him. And while it was getting him, he said, "I'm seriously PO'd." Mm-hmm. And even that, like, my dad heard that and took the disc away from me. I remember the first time um, the flood comes into the sort of space station. You see them, and Cortana mm. goes, "What the f?" yeah and, uh that was that was actually it, it's 2017 and like that's that was too much for me because it is still like a video game mm-hmm. you know what i mean like kids are playing kids right, are playing kids these are playing. things I, well i remember in, in a lot of regions like in canada when they released halo they bleeped out the word the letter f yeah oh my she said oh my blank yeah oh my and you could kind of hear the word but what i was gonna say was we were playing this bad like cussing and blooding game and we are a little on edge because we know we're doing a naughty game. And Love that. Um, upstairs, his parents are like working on their new sort of bonus room, kind of putting it together and building it. It's a new house. And we're playing Halo and we walk into this sort of building in the, in the Silent Cartographer where all the scary, there's the elites with the, they have yeah. the, the Master Chief Master Sword and they're going to get you. And uh, we hear this loud sound, and I spin around, and I look up at the ceiling, and there's a full human leg sticking through the <laughs> ceiling, just wiggling around like an adult what? leg. And what had happened was one of Ryan's parents had, like, stepped a little, did a loose step in this upstairs area they were working on, and had just fully stuck their whole <laughs> leg through, the, through the, the ceiling. And it was very scary, and I was very startled. Uh, were they okay they were fine yeah it was we all laughed about it later but in the moment i was like oh my gosh is that i can't a, imagine i'm surprised you jackal i don't think i would play video games ever again after that almost scared me almost scared me straight just kept me off the <laughs> kept me off the stuff for good um you want to do video game podcast though uh um i have a really good one here but i think it might be the nug so i'm, I'm kind of like oh yeah hold on to that it. hold hold yeah. on keep that morsel close um let's see here what do you think of Daniel Wemel's suggestion? We <laughs> we bought Abzu. <laughs> I'm sure that we could say there's another universe where I could say funny things about this, but I never played Abzu. Oh, it's yeah, it's, you swim around. Um, 
Earbuds. So Leech just says... Oh, okay, e- Earbuds is really good. Earbuds, two-player co-op action game where you can only hear the audio for what the other players should be experiencing. Communicate through voice chat to alert your partner of imminent dangers. So, like, this rules. And I think this represents... This is not the nug I was talking about, but it could be really good. This represents, I think, a broader sort of thing that I really, really, really like about games. Um, specifically, like... Uh, competitive games with like teams mm-hmm. um, and I've been getting into it I think more in PlayerUnknown Battlegrounds uh, I play that game like every night with Jake Lear uh, at Poly- Polygon or I guess at Vox Wide uh, he's he's very very good at shooting games mm-hmm. and so I always get killed before him and then I just spectate him and try to give him as much intel as I possibly can right. like see like the one pixel of the dude popping up from behind a rock that maybe he didn't see has that ever helped um, him uh, sometimes but like it's happened in lots of games right this is not the only game with like you die and then you spectate and can try and help out I would love to like codify that because I think that's such a fucking cool idea and I don't think there are too many games where like one player has to like terrorist hunt clear out a house full of bad dudes while another player can just see a blueprint like layout of the house and like know where everything is and just relay it to we're getting away from the earbuds idea here but I love what you're saying I'm, I'm picturing a game called guardian angel where like griffin you can clip through all the walls and kind of see who's in each room while i have to go through and breach and clear them and you're invincible but i'm like very very fragile yeah and i know this is not exactly the idea that was pitched that's fine. but it got me th- it, it got me thinking about it. yeah yeah I, also, I, I i dig this idea of like we uh who I, I think Simone and Russ did a thing where Russ drove across all uh, Grand Theft Auto Five. Yeah, that video is also like, on YouTube.com slash Polygon. If you haven't seen it, it's fucking great. The, it, but he's it, he's blindfolded, and Simone is like talking him through the process of driving. I think that's just like a really fun. That's a really like fun concept that hasn't been like explored. Yeah. To, this sort of much. asymmetrical cooperative weirdness. I'll be I'll be honest. If it was just player unknown battlegrounds, except I, except I had like free camera control support yeah right and so instead of 50 play 50 teams it's like 50 players and each of them has like a guardian angel who can like fly into the house before them and be like all right you got a guy to your right but that guy also has a guardian angel that can be like all right there's a guy that's about to come in fuck and then it's just let's see what, what fucking happens that's so good i okay what about this though so the, I mean, in current player unknowns battlegrounds, like you roll up to a house, you have no real way of knowing whether anyone's in there or not. If you had a guardian angel, you did. But but what if when two guardian angels encounter each other, they can see each other <laughs> and kill each other? They could they could sword fight, or yeah. or you could see. Uh, maybe you can see the other guardian angel if you're the player and like shoot them. <laughs> like oh, I shot an angel, got him, ripped him up. That would be uh, devastating because when you're or guardian angel. You just look up in the sky and there's just like a bunch of angels fighting with, I think, swords. Swords aren't. I'm a mad- swords feels nice and biblical to me. I really like that. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, Guardian Angels is a cool game. Player unknowns, like, sort of, but an- angel. There, I mean, there's a, there's a lot of different versions of this. It doesn't just have to be PUBG. Like, I really do love the idea of, like, uh, Splinter, or not Splinter Cell, uh, Rainbow Six Vegas terrorist hunt, except, like, uh, where you're just up against a bunch of AI and you're oh, you're all alone and the only thing you have is like an operator who's like mm-hmm. helping you fucking helping you get it would really stuff. quickly turn into you and your your angel talking like an Ubisoft press conference just being like we got three bogeys coming up on from the south on the south side tango's yeah. tango actual um it's a cool idea let's put a pin in that yeah i really want this game well maybe we should talk about the other one that i thought 
what's going to be the nug because I think this is also a really strong strong contender. Uh, Quarter past chill says a co-op multiplayer game in which duos consist of a news chopper pilot and cameraman competing against rival stations to get the best live footage of high speed chases, daring rescues, and fires around the city. Some events escalate in drama and suspense, while others come to an anticlimactic end. So coverage must be chosen wisely to gain the most viewers. Okay, have you seen the um, have you seen the Jake Gyllenhaal film? Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler. I have not, but I think I read a Wikipedia synopsis because it seemed like really dark to it's me. It's fucking awesome. It's so good. The the premise essentially is it's about these people who really exist and they're called either like uh they're called nightcrawlers or there's like another name for Asshole them. assholes. Assholes. Uh and the premise is that they're the people who kind of like listen to police sc- scanners. Scanners is the other word for them. Um but that's also the name of a movie. They're kind yeah. of in a tough position when you're either going to call your movie Scanners or Nightcrawler and they're both already like a thing. Yeah. That must be frustrating. Anyways, they're um, they're people who try to like roll up on a on an accident or an incident like a like a like a fire, like a house being on fire or a car crash and try to get really good footage and then sell it to the local news stations. This seems um, like a sort of in that wheelhouse a little bit. Yeah, definitely. Maybe it's like um each server uh, is like a server shard where you can get like 30 duos. And mm-hmm. so like one player has to steer the helicopter and another person has to um film shit. And the city's huge, but the city's completely AI controlled. Mm-hmm. And you can't like land in the city, I don't think. And that's how we kind of get a- around like yep. generating an entire fucking enormous city right. uh, that like 30 helicopters are all flying around. But you have to like hit the police scanners and like follow up on where the big chase is happening and be the first one there and get the best shots of it. And you get like points that you can use to upgrade your camera or your helicopter or whatever. Or your armor because the other, the other competing. Can't, news choppers are definitely going to start trying to shoot you down after a certain point. Yeah, I mean, there is going to be some sort of helicopter to helicopter. I've never been in a news helicopter, and I don't think that's so much an element. Maybe it but, should be, though. Uh, that would be There would be deaths. Mm. I think that, I think they're just shooting into the walls of my house right now. <laughs> just the firing I just, gun. I'm pretty sure I just heard like an um, like an Uzi, just somebody unloading a whole clip There's into some one of my walls. Player unknown battlegrounds larpers who are working on your house. You got to Next time they come over, you just leave like a level two backpack for them, and then they'll probably will probably let you alone. Yeah. Uh, they found the big bat. Mm-hmm. I put a big bat in the walls to like. No, he hit a big bat in the walls as like a mini boss, and so he flies out and screeches at him. Scares oh, an animal good. bat. Yeah, and so the bat will like drain all their blood. And so they'll they'll uh, they'll die and have to start over. Is that why you give him sort of a nice soda? Is because the sweetness makes the blood have all it the electrolytes. drives the bat. It drives the bat fucking crazy, man. Yeah, loves he, that shit. He loves it. Um, uh, this is kind of like Crazy Taxi, except all the way up in the sky, and you're filming, and car chase is big fire. Mm. Um, nice. Well, would it would be good to have? Uh... What else, what else is it? I think car chases are going to be a big component of it. Uh, when else is there like a news chopper? I Let's mean, like a music the- festival. They want to like see the big crowd, mm-hmm. the big crowd, or like um, you know, sexy babes and dudes on a beach, and they're just like it's summer, and they film it for like their summer B roll. That would be a fun sort of summer summer events that we have that are custom or like holidays. You're competing to film the pumpkin festival. Maybe you want to film Santa Claus. Maybe you're trying to both film Santa Claus as he goes from his one no, horse. No, it's open thirty sleigh. news choppers. I can't. I can't stress this visual image enough. It's it got to be a ton, huh? It's a swarm. It's a, it's a lot of helicopters. I wonder then if Santa would hate that because 
all these they're getting in his way as he tries to giddy up his uh sort of horses that uh to go to house to house he wouldn't like it, I don't think. But I don't we've th- already done, I think, a couple of Santa Claus games. Yeah. And as much as as much as I love our sort of childlike fascination with Chris Mr. Kringle. Mr. Ho Ho. Um Tesla Dine suggests WarioWare Capture. So it's a WarioWare game, but you're filling out those sort of captcha tests to make sure you're not a robot. Okay. That's kind of just a game that exists today. You it just exists, go to a website with a captcha and you give yourself a three second timer. It's when I make all of my fucking uh, Club Penguin accounts to grief kids. <laughs> I have to do so many. I do like 20 captures a day, dude, because I burn those accounts down. Well, I'll yeah. Go somebody, I'll go into somebody's like little igloo and I'll be like, this igloo is ass banned. Gone. Yeah. Ooh, all right. You do get well, instantly banned if you say ass. Yeah. This igloo's an ass. You're, uh, this igloo's an ass. Your penguin looks like an ass. And then I get deleted and then i have to start a new one and i have to fill out a captcha every time i'm getting really good at it it seems like you would get you would probably develop it it's almost a typing game what if we did like a fucking bookworm adventures style typing game but we're actually just having players fill out captchas and then we are able to like sort of cache hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of captchas that we can then use to just like post spam bots on message boards and or just start all my club penguin or accounts. just start hundreds of club penguin accounts We've, and seriously they don't tell you you start up a bunch of club penguin accounts and you get them running in a bunch of concurrent tabs nick mm-hmm. you know i bought that new boat yes it's because i've been making a bunch of dummy accounts on club penguin and then getting my daily carrots uh and then you sell you can trade in those carrots like a thousand carrots for one fish and then you sell the fish to a kid, and the kid will give you like five bucks for it. Of real world easy. money. That took me like tw- that took me like twenty minutes. How much did you make? Boat I've amount. Made, I've uh, yeah, I've made like sixty five thousand dollars. I mean, a really good one is another quarter past chill one. X prom. You lead a team hired by strict parents and jealous teenagers to sabotage promposals. Okay. So it's just like you make some, you get somebody a pizza that says prom on it and pepperonis, and you hide the pepperoni pizza in there locker or whatever but then x prom comes in tears the door open rearranges the shoots where it says prom you rearrange the letters to spell romp oh good i mean you could move the pepperonis in any order you don't have to keep the letters he's not a very creative uh prankster he keeps the he keeps the order of the letters because he wants to keep the spirit of the pizza spelling but he keeps the pepperonis in the letter shapes that they were already in because they have sort of hardened and the cheese is kind of by the time he gets in there it holds all the letters together you can make it say porn and then people will be like porn did you misspell pornography you- <laughs> why why is this a question it's not a word so i guess i would also have a i would also put a question mark you could maybe that. move the letters like how far apart so it says pro m and then they think, oh, it's like professional uh, professional melee, like your competitive Smash Brothers thing. And then she'd be very confused by that. Um, another one. What was your... Remember your promposal? What did you do? Oh, so I... my the, the person I was dating at the time was really, really into uh, Connect, And so I kind of got a... You know that Star Wars Connect game? Mm-hmm. I, I hacked into it. And I kind of like there's this sequence that's like really great where Han Solo is dancing to YMCA. Um, yeah. But I, I kind of did. I hacked into the Xbox 360 disc and I copied and pasted the Han Solos. And instead of YMCA, I had I had them all spell out. Will you go to prom with me? Oh, man. Question mark. 
And so there was about 40 or 50 Han Solos. And that was hard because that game natively renders at like 720p. And so I had to really optimize it to get it 1080p because otherwise you just couldn't read what they were spelling with their yeah. bodies. Um, the question mark Han Solo was the most fucked up looking one of all. He looks really weird. Yeah. I what did, did you do? I uh, Flash Mob Super Bowl. Interesting. Can you elaborate on Flash Mob Super Bowl? For Flash me? Mob Super Bowl Disneyland. If I did a Super Bowl Flash Mob at Disneyland. Okay. I got together the Baltimore Ravens mm. and the San Francisco 49ers and we did a Super Bowl in Disneyland. But then and you did a full Super Bowl? Like the whole there's the they played football? <laughs> yeah, they played fucking football. It's a Super Bowl, Nick. And so, but we did it like right at Disneyland, but it was a flash mob, so Disney didn't know. And so mm-hmm. they showed up to try to break it up, but it's a big football. Like they're How do you break gentlemen. up the Super Bowl? Yeah. You can't break up the Super Bowl. Like they they it costs so much money. So like yeah. calm calm down. Who did y'all um, get for the halftime? Everybody show? and everybody who had Super uh, Beyonce. Everybody who had Super Bowl <laughs> tickets was so pissed off because the Super Bowl wasn't there. It was at Disney. Mm-hmm. And then halfway through the game, Beyonce did her show, and then beginning of the third quarter, they went for the kickoff but the kicker ran right by the football and then everybody went to meet up with the kicker in the midfield and they spelled out they spelled out will you go to prom with me denise Mm -hmm. and what did denise say we don't Don't never mind let's not get into it i really don't want to yeah it's okay um what about this game here uh knights of the old red lobster 2 the shrimp lords yeah fuck it i mean (laughs) There've been there've been Bioware needs something new. I think we can all agree. Bioware needs to sink they 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 teeth into something new and mm-hmm. juicy and taste of the sea. Um I think it's time for Bioware to make their licensed red lobster game. I think so too. Although um, I will note that that Kotor to the Sith Lords was a, an obsidian product. So we were talking about Bioware takes back the Kotor um, takes it back brand, sets it under the sea. <laughs> borrows we, the red lobster brand do we put it under the because you remember in like star wars episode one they there was those underwater guys the 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 gongon the gongons and they love they love to hang out yeah um and they definitely were all like they loved to like they love to party and they love to party and they love to eat different shrimps yeah um so i think that's definitely a big element yeah but i also think we could get some darkened sky stuff going on where you have to eat the cheddar bay biscuits to get force power yeah 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 uh do we do the darkened sky thing where we like kind of hide that it's a licensed game we just secretly make it about like a food product and we yeah so this this one's just called knights of the old republic 3 um (laughs) the shrimp lords (laughs) the shrimp lords and you know it'll just be like in the tutorial, by the time you get to the end of it, you're like, boy, this game has a lot of, like, shrimp scampi sort of stuff going on, huh? Yeah. Like, they talk about shrimp scampi um, and how Shrimp Fest is coming, like, a lot. And I yeah. guess I'm, I wasn't expecting that from my Star Wars game. Um, hey, should we do a commercial? Oh, yes. Hey, do you want to save money and play more games? And let me introduce you to our sponsor, who's, who is Gamefly. Hi, Gamefly. Gamefly is the best way to buy and rent all your favorite games because at Gamefly.com, you pick your favorite games and they send them right fucking to your house and door and mailbox. And they have over, they have nearly 10,000 titles to choose from. They have how many? Nearly 10,000. So not quite 10,000. 
much more than 8,000. Okay, so you would say that they so have... So they're the leading game rental service, and you can try your favorite games before you buy them, because let's face it, some games are dog shit, mm-hmm. um, and you keep the games as long as you want if they're not dog shit, and you don't have to worry about late fees or anything, because they don't, they don't, they say no stress, keep it, explore that world. As a matter of fact, I've actually got my purchase history here, oh, which a purchase uh, is, history. is not just a list. Yeah, not my not my rental history. Here's a list of every GameFly game I liked so much that I kept it. Real real talk. Like I used to buy the fuck GameFly used to do some buck what, and they probably still do. But I used to buy like Mad Game Boy Advance games because mm. they'd be like, "Here's one for four dollars." Like fuck yeah. Like I I purchased. Um, Obviously, I bought and kept Mercenaries Playground of Destruction on the Xbox because that's one of the greatest one. fucking open world games ever. Uh, I bought Transformers on the PlayStation 2. I don't even know what that is. It was this surprisingly good Transformers game that had like Havoc ragdoll physics. It was like a third person shooter. It was kind of good. Uh, I don't think fucking Optimus Prime should be able to ragdoll. He's well, a bunch of cars. Strong disagree. Uh, I bought Mortal Kombat Shaolin Monks because it was on sale Damn, for $4. Damn, that one rules. Yeah, it's a good game. $4. I know. What a steal. Uh, um, they have movie rentals too. You can go to gamefly.com slash CGI and start your free premium 30 day trial today. Um, the premium trial allows you to check out two games and or movies at a time. And you can only get this offer by going to gamefly.com slash CGI. So get to that URL. You, you, you goober. Jay, do you own a small business or a big business or a medium business? I have a medium sized business. <laughs> That's not what I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> it can go one of two ways. Uh, Griffin, I just want to know. Uh, if there's any way for me to hire for my medium-sized business. I'll tell you the best way to hire for your average business. Mm-hmm. Uh, you go to ZipRecruiter and you you hire people. Now, are there many medium or small or large business owners who listen to this show? That's not my problem. It's ZipRecruiter's problem. <laughs> At right. ZipRecruiter, you can post your job to 100-plus job sites with just one click. Their powerful technology efficiently matches the right people to your job better than anyone else. That's why they're different. Other than other job sites, they don't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them. It tracks them down, hunts them down mercilessly. Mm-hmm. And it, it, they do not stop until they get their quarry. You don't have to juggle emails or calls or anything. You just screen, rate, and manage candidates all in one place with ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use dashboard. Um, real talk, we've had to hire people in the past, and it takes fucking forever. It does. It takes. Uh, it's, an ex- it's a long process. And some of that is that we do make them sort of design a jungle gym outside of the Polygon offices for us to climb around on. Because if we think about it, we make, what, like six, seven hires a year. If yeah. every single one of those people adds an interesting sort of standalone playground component to our jungle gym, we're going to have yeah. like, the world's best jungle gym by like 2019. We make them make a margarita, and we taste it. Um, cause it's, it's margarita day basically every day here. Mm-hmm. And so, um, Simone made a really good cactus water one. That's why she's employed at Polygon now. That's why she did it. She, she's, I mean, she's a genius, she's a comedy genius, but also that cactus water margarita really, um, knocked my doors down. Um, and if, if any of our listeners do want to post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free, you can go to ZipRecruiter.com slash games. Uh, I think we're going to get some complaints because that used to be where ZipRecruiter kept all their fun sort of recruitment flash games. Yeah, they flash games. Place, and we made them take that down so we could get this custom URL. But ZipRecruiter.com slash games. There was uh, Resume Muncher. Resume Muncher was my favorite. And that's actually going to be our nug for this episode. <laughs> Here's the deal. You lie on your resume and then a big monster eats it. That sounds pretty good. That, I love that little word muncher guy. He's so he's a little green man. He looks like a bracket. Let's get back to our uh, nug and make yes. it good, because mm. uh, you and I have to go stream player unknown's battlegrounds. It's oh, like I can't, I can't, to. I can't fucking stop thinking about that game, Nick. It's really something. It's, it's really, it's really, 
It's good, I guess. What's fun about all... it is that like I'm I'm enjoying it and it consumes my thoughts constantly. I am not getting any better at it at all, but I'm still I still it's like my favorite thing to think about. I think I want to do the cooperative like operator game. I think I, I think that's the one that interests me more than mm-hmm. the news chopper game. Gotcha. So sort of the angelic oversight the, uh, guardian angel game. But I, I'm trying to figure out like if player known is like the best like a route for that or if it's just like what i what's on the top of my what's well, in my mind what, i right mean now. Uh, yeah i guess we can explore other genres but do like, we want it do we want it competitive this will this will help narrow it down do we want it competitive where there's multiple teams with multiple guardian angels so that everybody knows where everybody is as long as they're communicating well or, or do, do we, we want, want like it a to horde be mode horde like, mode like one player going into a big big dangerous house good question because if, if we if we do the big dangerous house we could also do stuff like there's traps um, like a big bucket of acid above the door frame, and right. so the guardian angel goes in there. And it's like big bucket of water on the door frame. Kick it open. Don't go in there. Yeah, I. They're both great. I think I still prefer the multiplayer thing, just because the angel to angel combat component is something I don't want to lose. Like the fact that there are these sort of two layers of war happening between the the humanoid combat people and then these okay. angels it's like that shit rule here's, also, here's what here's what i want though if the angel if your angel gets taken out by another angel i yeah. don't think they're gone forever i think they're just gone for like 15 seconds and then they respawn if your human player goes down they're gone for the game yes so that th- that way it's just like if the angel kills the other person that you that angel can relate to their player and be like all right they don't have an angel they 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 don't they don't have any intel out here go go move move in you got this yeah 15 seconds is too sh- i want a full minute because imagine how like if you have someone Maybe you'd in be your so ear. scary and and i think it's and i don't know how we enforce this but like voice chat also cuts the fuck up. like you can't use skype or slack or yeah uh, i was just thinking anything. about how we solve that problem i think what we actually do is when the angel dies their screen just goes literally black for 60 seconds. And like, there is no, they can't share any information with you. There's no, it's not even useful to have them in your ear. And then also we turn off the in-game voice chat. Um, what I also love about this is that like player unknowns battlegrounds is like a direct descendant of, uh, Daisy, right? Which was an Arma mod. And now we're taking that idea and we're making a mod essentially of that, that we spin out and sell as our own game. Um, can your angel do any kind of healing ma- miracles or proselytizing? I, I actually think no. I think it's I think it's got to be completely a hands free faith based experience where they can't physically interact with the mortal world. But they I think can- you can. I think I'll, I think I would like to give them two powers. One. They can go inside of a house, and if they find, like, an AK suppressor, just throw it out the fucking window so that somebody can, like, out on the street go grab it. Mm. The other thing is I think they can catch grenades in midair. Oh, my God. It's, like, a it's really very pers- hard to take do. some Cracker Jack timing, but you see a grenade coming at you, and then it just halts and then goes back where it came from. Mm-hmm. That's very good. And again, we're just getting into like how good it feels to slap that jazz because it's a grenade basketball is what we're talking about. More or less. So, um, I mean, actually, by the way, thank you. Thank you to the listener who I met after the uh, Mabim Bam live show here in Austin last weekend who did get a tattoo on their torso that says, uh, eat rocks, grow bombs, slap that jazz. Yeah, you texted me a picture of that and I just kind of looked at it. I was thinking I was a little drunk when I received it, and so I was like, well, that doesn't make any sense, and I just put my phone down. I was like, that can't be what it looks it's like. It's a wonderful tattoo and a very powerful mantra. I was surprised that somebody like adhered to it so strongly, mm-hmm. so quickly, um, but but we appreciate it. I appreciate it. that a lot. Um, 
So I, now that you've brought up this sort of the specter of angel based superpowers, I can't like my head's now spinning with ideas. Like maybe like what you have, I, I maybe the angel has like a full row of like cooldown powers, but they're all that's these, what I'm thinking. Like you got you got three angel points that you can spend during the entire game, and you can use those angel points to like grab something in a house and bring it to your buddy. Or you can use it to catch a grenade in the air, or you can use it to like drive a car for a minute. I <laughs> that would be fun. I I like the idea that you can press a button and for five seconds you're you can block bullets with your body. So you stand in front of the the battler that you're protecting, and so I mean, dude, at the pivotal mo- moment, and all the bullets come flying at them, and your player's like, oh no, and then the bullets just stop in midair and just kind of quiver there for five seconds, giving your player time to get out of the way, and then the bullets continue. What this path. is is player unknown's boy and his blob, where you're just fucking like you got a blob going with you, and the blob can like Alex Mack under a door and like look at what's up inside a house, and then Alex Mack back outside of the door, and it's like there's a bad dude in there, like okay, and you toss him a jelly bean, he turns into a riot shield for ten seconds, and then you go in there and you light him up. God, and so your game varies greatly depending on when you're raiding the houses, what jelly beans you find. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of potential there. Oh, that's good. And we also did just do a game about angels like a second ago. <laughs> Did we? I think so. Wasn't there like a angels uh, on the basketball oh, outfield? Oh yeah, fuck yeah. Um, okay, so this is a blob. This, yeah, this is a blob, and it's not the blob. I know folks are like really wanting to dive into the deep lore. It's not the blob. This is a good blob. No, this is and in the... fact, let's not call it a blob, and let's not call it player unknown's boy and his blob because that's just lazy. That's, that's just, just two, two video games. That... Yeah, yeah. Um, we can call it. Hmm. You do a shapeshifter word, and I'll do a military word. Okay. All right. I got mine. All righty. Three, two, three, two, one, go, and then say it after go. Three, two, one, and then say it. Okay. Three, two, one, and say it. Got it. All right. Three, two, one. Metamorphosis company is the name of it. Or, for short, we call it Metacore. Metacore is pretty good. Or Morphcore. Morphcore. Morphcore is also my favorite musical genre right I now. I love this. There's some really good SoundCloud Morphcore out there. Morphcore sounds good. Mm-hmm. Morph Corpse, but yeah, like C-O-R-P-S. C-O-R-P-S. Yeah, Yeah, that's good. Um, Morphcore. This is fucking great. So it's one player, human, soft body, shot to death, is out. Mm-hmm. The blob is can transform into different shapes based on what not jelly beans shit that's now we're close to i don't know man it can be fucking anything energy balls yeah energy or energy orbs pellets power power pills power pellets or like what if it's like fruits and vegetables that's good yes i found a banana it turns them into a riot shield i found a fucking i found a fucking uh mango it turns them into a auto turret these are all great these are all really good. I think the blob is the blob's really slow though, so you gotta like pick them up. You gotta pick up the morpher and like carry him with you like a backpack. What if you gave him like a pineapple and he temporarily turned into like a jeep or an, a small airplane? Yeah, I think that's really good too. Mm. Imagine the opening scene of of every match being everyone jumps out of a uh, like a airplane and then parachutes down with their little their little rubbery friend as a parachute. Isn't that cute? I think if you get touched by another team's morpher, they can just dis- they just destroy your body. <laughs> Wait, I think you can throw your morpher through a window, and if it hits somebody, they just destroy their body. They just like glom onto their body and just like destroy devour them. them. 
Yeah, kinda. So, hmm, interesting. Because th- we've changed from a, a partner who cannot touch anything to a partner who is seemingly more powerful than the player character. Okay, fine. Then they can't, but it can absorb other blobs to get bigger. Yeah. So it's also it's got kind of a fucking like <laughs> snake dot io or whatever. The- yeah, for sure. And and by the end of the game, like you've obviously consumed forty eight other blobs, and the other team has just been hiding in a house somewhere, and you just eat the house. I think at that point. Yeah. I think at that point your blob just rolls over the house, and that's it. That's game. That's yeah. You swallow up, and like the windows start getting covered up in the house. Can you imagine how scary that would be to just be in a house and you're the final team left and you've just got a little shitty blob there with you and then just all the light through the windows just gets blotted out? I like that too because it it discourages just holding up and camping like you can do in PlayerUnknown Battlegrounds sometimes. Like if you're not out there constantly feeding your blob other blobs, like at the end of the match, it's going to be you and your dinky little friend versus this enormous monster that's like dwarfed half the island. And it can still transform and this monster turns into like a jeep the size of like 10 houses. It's just going to, like, roll over all your shit. That's very cool. I think we made a great game. Marfcore. You pick it up today, Steam Early Access. It's Mm. very, very, very early. Very early. This is the earliest access imaginable. You're literally walking into our minds. Like, patch notes. We, there's just a title screen right now. Patch patch notes, 00.02. Our friend Dave drew what we think the blob might look Mm -hmm. like. We downloaded. We used a YouTube ripper to download, uh, like a kind of a Kanye West song, and now that's playing in the background of the title screen. It's very early access. Zero point four. We, I think, the price is going to be um, ten dollars. Mm-hmm. We've got that figured out. It's a nine ninety nine. Isn't PUGB like twenty twenty bones, thirty bones? It's yes. Yeah, it's, it's God. They got to be fucking rolling in the cashola huh um speaking of let's wrap this up so we can go stream that shit yeah let's um, go play player in this battleground if people haven't uh seen it um on youtube.com slash polygon we've started doing we did one just for fun and then we all wanted to keep doing it we've been doing these weekly player unknowns battlegrounds uh live streams on our youtube channel and we kind of have a rotating cast of myself griffin uh sometimes pat and justin and russ and are all in the mix and and uh I think this week I'm going to be there for like the beginning and then I'm going to dip out a little early, but we're trying to change up like which player's perspective you see, all that type of stuff. So it's, that's it's a been really fucking fun. really, really fun series and a super fun game. Um, and we're going to go do that right now. So thanks for listening. Uh, until next time, I'm Griffin McElroy. I'm Nick Robinson. No problem. Fine. <laughs>